Blog Talk Radio. Saturday and Sunday, it's the 32nd Annual All-American 400 at the Fairground Speedway, Nashville. Presented by Freeman Web Company, it's the return of the Super Late Model, ready to do 800 laps of gear jamming, door slamming battle. On the high banks of the Fairground Speedway, Nashville, over 120 drivers competing for the cash. Two incredible days of racing action. On Saturday, Green Flag drops at 5.30 and featuring the legend, Pro Mods, Front Runners, Pure Stock, Super Street, and the Sportsman Series. Also on Saturday, free bouncy house for the kids, money drop, and TV giveaway. And then on Sunday, get ready for the big one. At 12 noon, the green flag drops on the All-American 400. It's pro late models and super late models battling for the prize. For times and tickets, go to fairgroundspeedwaynashville.com. It's the big one. October 1st and 2nd, the 32nd Annual All-American 400. Presented by Freeman Web Company at the Fairgrounds Speedway Nashville, where the legend continues. News. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, welcome back to a Monday night with Rowdy Maglite Show. And helping me fastened in on this adventure tonight, I got the Chi-Town Duel, Chackman Jeff, and Chi-Town Mark. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, Rowdy. Hey, Rowdy, as always, I got my coffee. I'm revved up and ready to go. Let's get Rowdy. It's Monday night. Well, guys, uh, race number 19, it was one exciting finish on FS1. Yes, it was, Rowdy. Uh, it, it, it was an exciting last 10 laps or so, and it was almost like watching the uh, the victory at uh, Elko, the short track, not a mile-and-a-half super speedway. Uh, they bounced, they banged, they rubbed, they did a little bit of everything, and for somehow they never even wrecked. So, uh, yeah, it was quite a finish. Well, guys, we're lucky enough again tonight for the seventh appearance this year. On this season, we've got Austin Tiff calling in at 7.10 Eastern Time. Austin Theriot? Yes, Austin Theriot calling in. Uh, then at 6.40 Central Time, we got Tony Formosa with the All-American 400 coming up, and that's what we played. That's September the 30th and October the 1st is the dates on that. That's this coming weekend. What about it, guys? Whew. Uh can hardly wait, Rowdy. We're going to get a chance to all get together again, and that's always fun. We're going to see a lot of good racing, a lot of good race cars, and a lot of good people. Nashville's a great place to go to. We have a lot of fun there. Come and join us, everybody. You don't know what you're missing unless you get there. Well, you know, it's actually the fourth appearance for Tony to be on the show, and uh, Tony's always a great interview. Uh, got a lot of great things going on at the fairgrounds. If you've never been, uh, it's an affordable price. It's a grand old speedway. Not many of them like it uh, to have the cover like they have the grandstands. 
It's a unique place. He's got the money drop. I, I, y'all two need to be up there in the middle of it just to watch it fall. Let that money <laughs> flutter. Well, it's a plan for Saturday night then, Rowdy. Uh, I know Jeff and I will be more than happy to do that. What do you say, Jeff? Oh, yeah. You, if there's money, I'll be there. <laughs> Food or money, Rowdy? You know, Jeff. Well, uh, well, there'll be plenty of money falling from the roof. Tony, make sure of that. They got the bouncy houses for the kids. There's a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Great place to go and hang out. It is. On top of all that, there's going to be some really good racing going on, too, Rowdy. So, um, we we get down to Nashville a couple times a year. We make old acquaintances, and we see them that one time, two times a year. And uh, it's always great to, uh, to to kick back and and watch some good short track, super late mile, and pro late mile racing. Well, that's the lineup tonight, and uh, you know we got Todd and and Don called in too, getting ready for Talladega weekend coming up here pretty quick. It'll be here before we know it, Rowdy. I'm looking up in my calendar. It's only three weeks away, isn't it? In 17 days. Wow. Wow, I saw that on uh, on Facebook today from Todd, and uh, it'll be good to finally put the face with the voice. Well, hey, Todd, how we doing tonight? Uh, hot, humid, and getting excited. All the way up there in upstate New York. Yep. Well, we got the dots almost connected close there. You take me in Alabama, Don in Pulaski, Tennessee, and then uh, Indiana and Illinois, and then hit upstate New York. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm ready for the cool down. And you know, gentlemen... I hope you all plan on bringing a sweatshirt. I know how you guys are used to this warm weather, but I heard at night for the for the weekend for Talladega, it's going to be down in the 40s. It should it's get a little cool in the evenings, Todd, but, yeah, come prepared. It's October. It was chilly last Alabama. year. Yeah. Yes, sir, it was chilly last It's always cool. We have cool nights. In October here, after the 15th of October, it usually changes over to the 40s at night. So, if it's not, it's going to be an unusual weekend. It's going to be hot days and cold nights. I guess if there's a nice bonfire or campfire, I'm going to stay warm. Well, (laughs) that's... Plenty of fires. There's only been one time that I ever known that you couldn't have a fire, and we lived through that. That uh, was last <laughs> October, Rowdy. Sure was. A year ago. Last year. Yep. I kind of enjoyed waking up in the morning and smelling bacon and not campfires. <laughs> yeah, but the tradition continued this spring when I was there, and the campfires were back, and and there's just something about waking up in the morning and that campfire situation going on, and and then you smell the bacon and the eggs cooking. Yeah, there you go. It sure does. 
and a big pan of taters cooking and frying over there. Ooh. Rowdy, we're not supposed to be talking food. It's the middle of dinner time for all of us. <laughs> I just had some nice Italian sausage cooked on the grill for dinner. Well, you just made that Jeff real envious there, Todd. <laughs> well, guys, uh, Todd, we got a great lineup tonight. Should have a great show. Austin's always good. Tony's always great. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be down to the wire tonight, guys. Dude, we have a special guest calling in tonight, Rowdy. Yeah, we got one of uh, Austin's super fans, I guess. She kind of uh, posts a lot of stuff on her page when Austin comes on, so we've got someone calling in for a question tonight for Austin. Well, that's great. I'm glad we're, you know what? We we need to have more of that and more fan participation. We we enjoy those calls. Well, she's a huge fan, lives out in California, uh, probably listening now and probably scared to call in, but uh, she's going to call in at uh, closer to the end of Austin. That'll be her, the last question for tonight for Austin through Suzanne there. Suzette. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I see her posts all the time. Yeah, she is a big fan, and she listens to the show evidently also, so she knows what's going on with ARCA. So, yeah, looking forward to having her on, Rowdy. We are, too, uh, Mark. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Hey, what about Austin? Seven wins, guys. That's pretty, and still got one more to go. Still got one race left in Kansas Speedway. What, does anybody know what he has to do to, Clinch? Does he is it, is it clinched if he starts next race or does he have to he's, finish his position? He's got to be clinched. He's got to be, but they just haven't said anything. You know, oh, I thought I heard something that was like two hundred and some points that he needed to be ahead to be clinched. Uh, I, I thought I heard something like that, but he's you know he's over four hundred points ahead right now. That's more than one race, you know. So it's got to be clinched. Yeah, it, it, if it isn't, it's darn near pretty close. Uh, but, no, they haven't been pe- keeping it close to the vest on, on uh, the points battling. Uh, he, he's got to have it. Yeah, he's over 400 points. I was looking at the points earlier today. So, uh, yeah, it's – Drastic's got to happen. Um, I, can't, I don't, I don't think that. he can lose that many points in a race. No, I don't. Even if he didn't start the race, you couldn't lose that many. He's got to have it. Yep, yep. Well, well that was an amazing race, guys, I tell you. I was surprised he won it. I didn't get to, get to see too much about it. I didn't see any. I was kind of busy the weekend, and I was kind of looking on my phone a little bit, and next you know, my wife comes over and says, Austin won. I'm like, Really? I was I was surprised. Well, you know, Shelton Creed in that twenty eight car, man, they were on a tough right and, and Zane Smith come back there. I mean that was uh that M M D M group there, they was pushing hard and working together. I, I it was a heck of a finish, guys. I, I mean it was really 
had me standing up hollering and screaming. Well, don't forget the Cunningham Motorsports cars also, Rowdy. Uh, Shane Lee had a good finish, and, and Dalton had a good finish. And uh, it was just uh, uh, it was an ex- excellent race, and it was another one of those real quick ARCA races. The only bad point I have to say would be the 47 laps of caution for the 100-lap race. Uh, but these things happen. They had that many caution laps, 47? 47 yeah. for the 100 laps. Wow. Kind of reminds you of Nashville a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Kansas, uh, Don said that was a week after uh, Talladega. That's kind of hard to make, even if you wanted to go. We're we're even closer, and it's hard for us to make it, Roddy. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. That, that one, uh, there's talk of getting out of town that weekend with my wife, so we'll see what happens there on that weekend. But Kansas might be iffy, or it is iffy, I should say. Well, I understand that, guys. Well, Rowdy, she's put up with a lot of races this year, and if she makes a decision on a certain weekend, uh, so be it. I've got to, uh, I got to go with her side because I just hit race number fifty last night, and uh, yeah, it's been a pretty good year. Race number fifty at thirty-three different racetracks. That's pretty good, Mark. I'll I'm take it. Too. Yeah, Jeff's I, right behind me. He's not too far behind, so yeah, uh, I'm like I'm, I'm like 42. I, I knew Jeff wasn't very far behind. No, we're going to try to get Jeff to 60 plus and me to 70 plus races this year. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, but we'll see what our wives allow us to 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 have. I need one more new track, though. Make it a double double digit. Oh, wow. That's right. I forgot, Jeff. You've been to nine new tracks already this year. That's almost unheard of for us. It's yeah, I think that's a record already. It's two tracks, let alone nine. Well, you know, for me, it's been a very smile season, but it's been a good season, guys. It could have been worse. Well, we, uh, we, it wasn't a total washout. We had some pretty good weekends together, and uh, we had Nashville earlier in the year, and we had uh, the, the June next uh, time we were at Michigan and Gateway, and uh, we spent a lot of windshield time that weekend, but we had a lot of fun also. So, and uh, yeah, we had Salem. So we take him when we can get him rowdy. Uh, it's always more fun when the three of us together covering the race instead of just two or one of us. So, yeah, we'll uh looking forward to Nashville this weekend. Well, it's upon us. That's for sure. Well, we're waiting on Austin now, guys. Uh, well, I know he had a we'll busy... Just- being a seven-time winner, everybody wants a part of you. 
Well, hopefully some of those calls he's getting are for uh, opportunities for next year because the last time we talked to them, he didn't have anything firmed up for 2018, and he should. He's just too good of a driver to uh, to sit on the sidelines, Rowdy. It's He's just too good. Well, you know, guys, there again, uh, it's been when you go to a track now, you've got – You've got 15 teams there, if not 17, that's in the in the bunch at these super at the intermediate and super speedway tracks. It's a who's who could win on them, and this Austin to come up with seven that's a, that's saying a lot. Well, he, he's an experienced driver. People forget that, and he's the reason he's with Ken Schrader Racing this year is. Uh, they haven't really ran into each other in uh, the PRI show in Indianapolis and uh, worked a deal together. So uh, he drove trucks for Bob Brad Keselowski Racing, uh, got hurt, had to take some time off, healed up, got himself back together, and all of a sudden he's with Trader and they're going to win the championship. It's you know it's one of those good uh, feel good stories for the year. Yes, it is, Mark. Uh, a heck of a year. Heck of a year. Uh, if somebody wants somebody, you know, he's got experience in the bigger, heavier vehicles. He's proven that. Uh, another year, Arca would, I don't think, help his situation at all. Uh, it wouldn't be bad, but it just wouldn't be the best situation for him. He needs to move up. Uh, he needs to uh, to keep proving himself. He's already proved himself in Arca. What more can you do? Well, a lot of openings in Xfinity, too, guys. Y'all know that. True, true. But quality rides are hard to come by. And uh, uh, I think he's the type of driver, you put him in a car that runs mid-pack, and he can make it run in the top ten. Uh, I think he's that good of a driver to be able to do that with a car. Uh, not a lot of them can do that. He can go fast. Uh, he knows how to go fast, and he and he's a good thinking driver too. So uh, there's just a lot of upsides with uh, with Austin, and uh, I wish him the best of luck. And we always enjoy having him on the show. It seems we were kind of his good luck charm this year, like Chase Briscoe was last year. Yeah. Yeah, that chase. Uh, hey, it makes a good announcer. Don't he do good commentary at the track? It's nice to see these guys getting a chance to do something otherwise behind the wheel and uh, and show their other uh, talents. And yes, he was very good behind the the microphone and and doing color. Uh, it helps to have a good crew working around you too and. Uh, that's not his first time. He did well the last time he did it, and he just gets more comfortable each time he does it, Rowdy. Well, it looks like he does it natural. He's using his head and uh, not trying to push it too hard. No, and it, and he was the same way when we interviewed him on the show last year all those many times. Uh, each time, he, you know, you progress, you get a little bit better, just like we do. We're not as... Uh, as forced as we were when we first started out, things kind of flow a little smoother as you get used to it. And 
Arthur taking the time to be with us again just shows how much he appreciates us, and we appreciate him. Jeff, what did you think about the finish there the other night? Um, you know, Rowdy, I didn't, I didn't get to see it. Uh, you that's know, right. I, I had a family obligation. So, yeah. It, it was it wasn't quite the Elko finish, Jeff, but you swear they were racing like they were at Elko. Yeah, I wish I wish I could have saw it. Well, you know, we've been lucky enough. I think this was the first Kentucky race I'd missed in several years. I just couldn't go, guys. I, I hate I couldn't, but sometimes you got to do. You got family obligations too, like Jeff. Uh, you just have to do. Racing comes in next. Yeah, but it stinks when it has you know to work out that way. Uh, oh, sometimes I guess I guess you should say that you know there there are more important things in life than racing. Racing's a great way to get away and enjoy another aspect of life. So, uh, yeah, we got to do what we got to do. We can't be at a race every weekend. Even in the winter, we have to go through our withdrawal. So, uh, yeah, December, the end of December, will be here, and Jeff and I will be going to an indoor midget race, and that will be it for the year. So, it won't be that long. We'll be at Fort Wayne, Jeff. Yeah. I'm pretty fortunate to get to what I get to anyway, so you got to take. We're going to be a lot of races in between that and now, so. Yep. Well, I I know, Todd. Did you uh, see the finish? I did not. Here you go, Don. You missed the finish. You you did, Don. Did you get to see the finish? The arc race. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I watched the, I watched the whole race. That was a pretty, that's a decent race. It, I mean, that asphalt to me didn't play no big, big yeah part of the race. No, it was Gotta, a pretty good race. I have to agree with you, Don. Uh, it was pretty clean. There were some incidents, but nothing real major, and. Uh, Everybody else came out of it. Uh, a couple of our buddies could have done a little better, but, you know, that's racing. That's just racing. Do we have well, the top ten from the race? Excuse me, Jeff? Do we have the top ten from the race? Because I'm not even sure who came where. Yeah, we do. Do you want to do the top ten now, Rowdy? Yeah, that'd be fine. All righty. Well, of course we know who won, uh, Austin Theriot uh, uh, for Ken Schrader Racing, and uh, they pulled out another one out of the hat, Jeff. And uh, second was Zane Smith with a nice come-from-behind race. He, uh, he had problems early, came back to finish second, and he was in a position to win the race, as was third-place finisher Sheldon Creed. Uh Another uh, teammate to a teammate to Zane, and uh, they ran really, really well together. Uh, fifth, fourth place went to Dalton Sargent. Fifth place went to Shane Lee. Sixth place went to a familiar name for uh, us ASA Midwest Tour folks, Ty Majewski. 
Seventh was Riley Herbst. Eighth was Travis Braden driving uh, the 27 again this weekend and doing a really nice job. He he ran up front all day, night long. Uh, ninth was Blaine Perkins. And tenth was Justin Fontaine. So it was nice to see Justin get a top ten finish also. Um uh, and let's see, there were 15, 16, 17 cars running at the end of the race. So uh, they had uh, seven cautions for 49 laps. Appreciate it, Mark. Oh, no problem, Rowdy. More than happy to do that. Uh, Jeff or I are usually prepared to do it. So, uh, in the point situation, uh, that's that's a different story. Uh, Austin's pretty much got that wrapped up, but the rookie fight and uh, um, is really going to go down to the end, the last race of the year. Do we see who uh, who gets that rowdy? Uh, right now, Gus Dean is in the lead, uh, but Riley Herbst is right there, and Brett's right there, too. They're four, five, and six in the point standings. They're all pretty close with each other. Uh, any one of them could move up a position or lose a position at Kansas, so uh, it'll be down to the very end for Rookie of the Year. It's coming right down the wire, too. I mean, those guys, the way they've been finishing all years. They're just shadowing each other, aren't they? They are. Uh, Gus Dean had that real strong run midseason uh, where he was getting those top ten, top fives and kind of pulled away. But uh, as the season progressed, everybody else kind of evened up. And, uh, yeah, there's there's 170 points between Gus and Brett. Uh, with Riley and the Herps in the middle between the two of them, and anything could happen. Uh, we'll have to wait and uh, see for the checkered flag and the results at the end of the race. Well, uh, it's going to be in Kansas. I'd love to go to Kansas. I've just never been to Kansas, but it's, I mean, a 13 and a half hour drive for 150. Wow, that's uh... it's a hundred lap race. Uh, geez, Roddy, we've done it before. <laughs> I know it. I know it. But cir- circumstances dictate what what we do and what we don't do. So, yeah, sometimes common sense wins out. Well, it won't be so hard when I have my summer home. <laughs> We're going to have to start looking this winter after the season's over, Rowdy, and find you a nice one. <laughs> yeah, probably get it cheaper when the snow's about knee deep. Yep, that's the time to look at the market. And uh, <laughs> you have to remember that, you know, six months later that uh, the snow will be gone, the grass will be green, the lake will be blue, and uh, – you can fish and water ski or just look out and watch the others do it. So something to look forward to, my friend, something to look forward to. Well, you know, uh, 
hopefully we got Tony calling in at, at 6.40, 7.40 Eastern time with the fairgrounds to let us know what's – hey, they're busy this week. Oh, Rowdy, they are. Well, you stopped in a couple of weeks ago to say hello, and uh, they were busy then, Rowdy, so we can just imagine what it's like this week. Yeah, and it really looked nice. The fairgrounds look – Tony keeps the place. You know, there's lots – Hey, there's a lot went on in a positive way for the fairgrounds since we were last there in, uh, what is that, March? April. April. Mid, early April we were there. Uh, yeah. It, it, was, uh, it was a good race weekend, Rowdy. Uh, we, uh, we always see good racing in Nashville. Nashville, the track itself just seems to con- be conducive to good close racing, uh, side-by-side racing and uh, – yeah, uh, these long-distance races we're going to see this coming weekend will uh, will, will really stand out to, to who to look forward to in the next you know few big races coming up. Uh, Nashville's the first one, then comes Winchester, and then there's the Snowball Derby, and there's a couple others in there too, depending on what geographic area you're from. Uh, we may be making a little trip down to Hickory for a big super late mile race, so. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going on, and uh, dirt, asphalt, modified, sprint cars, stock cars. It's all coming up. It's all coming to a big conclusion over the next six or so weeks, and uh, we're going to beat as many of them as we can to cover them for you. Well, now, Speed 51 and Bob Dillner will be there also covering that on pay-per-view. Is that right, Mark? I believe they are, Rowdy. I believe they are. Uh, Speed 51 is probably the biggest presence in short track racing there is right now. Uh, they cover uh, the whole gambit, and uh, they do it really well. So it's always nice. Uh, I know a few of the people that work with Speed 51, uh, they usually have pretty good things to say about them, and they're still doing it after all these years. So, yeah, that's saying something. It, it is, Mark. Uh Pretty impressive. I mean, they keep you updated on every, every all kinds of small track information. They do. They they cover the major events and they try to cover the not so major events too, Rowdy. And they cover uh, uh, anything from the the kart races at the in the Charlotte area to. Uh, uh, the big super late mile races in uh, Washington State and California in the over the year, and the Snowball Derby, the Winchester 400, the All American 400. Uh, they're they're there. They're covering it. They're giving us uh, great great audio and video, besides uh, streaming. So we're lucky to have them, Rowdy. Uh, I know I use them as a very purposeful tool for our show. So. We'll always, you know, Bob Dillner and the 51 gang, we always give a nice shout-out to them. It's always good to see Bob Bear because you know there's excitement and something's going on racing. Well, if we're lucky, we'll see him this weekend, Rowdy. Maybe we can yep. set up a time and get him on the show. Hey, with that being said, let's just take us a small little old quick stop here, and uh, we'll be right back. All righty. Mm. 
Formosa, they're probably turning that key right now, winding him up, getting him ready to go. Oh, I don't think Tony needs any too much winding up, Rowdy. He's <laughs> he's just a go-to guy, go-go guy, and uh, yeah, looking forward to having him on the show. Looking forward to seeing them this weekend. And uh, uh, Nashville's is uh, one of my favorite places to go to watch a race, so uh, doesn't get much better than this for me. And it's supposed to be a beautiful week, too, weekend. Mid-upper 70s, sunny, partly cloudy, just perfect racing weather, if you ask me. 
A, and uh, we got the great observation platform there to watch it from. Yes, we do. Uh, we got a lot of great places to watch the race from. Uh, and being such a long race, we get to uh, wander around the infield and find all sorts of advantages to watch the race and get pictures. So, looking forward to it. Well, you know, uh, last year we watched the race from the stands, and I enjoyed it from the stands. It's been a long time since I've watched one of the stands. Is that the first time for you, Jeff? Ooh, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> if it, was, if it wasn't, oh. I can't remember when it was. I, I just can't remember. It, I, I remember the last time I was on the grandstands for a race, and it was, it's got to be 12 plus years ago. So, uh, if my memory is correct, and we know how my memory is. Well, you know, it was good. We did a Big Brother's Big Sister event there that weekend, and uh, there again, we found out at Toledo when we did it again that. There's more interest in the ladies watching racing than there are guys. Yeah, I guess that was our biggest, uh, one of our bigger surprises for the year, Rowdy, and uh, uh, spent some time chatting with Brad the last couple races, and uh, we're going to try to do something again next year. Uh, get get you know start a little earlier, get things going a little earlier, be a little more organized. Uh, we, for what we did, I think we did really well, uh, and I think it's a program we just can't let go. So hopefully Brad will get some fresh uh, blood going and, and some people involved, and uh, we'll be able to do this again next year. Well, we, we did talk about it a few minutes at the last, uh, well, at Salem, Mark, and uh, Brad's going to work out. You know, we got the winner to work on it. We're going to do more races and, and have, be We'll have more time to put into it, and we know where to start and what to do when we get there, which we at Nashville was a learning experience, but it, y'all was there at the Toledo, and it went flawless. It went as well as it was going to go rowdy, and the people seemed to enjoy it, and uh, I think we made some new fans. We make one new fan, that's a start, and hopefully they'll – bring another new fan along, and so on and so on and so on. Uh, it's not going to be large groups. We're going to take it one person at a time, and we're going to get more fans. Well, uh, it it went great, guys, and I appreciate y'all helping. Well, it, it was our pleasure, my pleasure, uh, to – to, it was a win-win situation, Rowdy. Uh, we got to expose some people to racing that weren't exposed to it before, and uh, we got to enjoy the uh, showing them what you know our favorite sport and activities are. So uh, you share that, and uh, they went away smiling. I guarantee you. They really appreciated it, Mark, and I, I hope they uh, actually took the kids back. To one of Tony's shows this summer, and because uh, it, it, it's affordable, ten dollars for their Saturday night, and uh, the kids, they, he's got so much stuff on there. It's, it, I don't see how they keep from filling the house 
each, each month they do their events. That's a big grandstand there, and you don't realize, you know, it may look like there are a few empty seats, but the ones that are full are, are awful full. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll have a good crowd this coming week, and I'm pretty sure the weather's going to be nice and uh, nothing in the uh, threatening at all. So uh, uh, it, it should be an interesting weekend. Uh, just, yeah. I hope the grandstands are full. They were full last year, Rowdy. He had a good crowd last year. That was pretty impressive. He's got a concert on Saturday night, too, also. Besides racing, wow. Yep. Wow. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll make our game plan Saturday morning when we meet, and we'll go from there. We'll see where we're going to be at. Well, one thing about the fairgrounds, it's easy to get to. You jump off 65, you're there. I-65, I-440, bang. Uh, yeah, the Nolansville Pike. It's right off Nolansville Pike, if you're familiar with Nashville at all. And uh, you can't miss the uh, the fairgrounds. It's on your left as you're heading north on the Nolansville Pike. So the fairgrounds uh, has been there a long time, Rowdy, and, and hopefully it's going to be there a long time now since they were able to get a semi-extended uh, lease to run the operation the next five years. Yeah, so glad to hear that, too. That's got to that's gotta ease a lot of pressure off of you, but put more on you also, but uh, I think Tony knows how to handle that. Yeah, uh, I agree. There's that relief, but there's also that added, uh, a little added pressure of having the uh, to to do it. But then there's the the, the pressures off of having to prove yourself every year. So going year to year is tough. Uh, this will allow them to do a few things that will make the program even better. Well, when I was stopped in there, the state fair was there. I guess that's the Tennessee State Fair. They were setting up to start on Friday night, so there was a lot going on. I can imagine. Uh, what a great facility to, to hold the State Fair at. And I remember, oh, just a few years ago, when I first started going in the mid-'70s, uh, there used to be a roller coaster off Turn 4 in the park where it's now a parking lot. A wooden roller coaster? A wooden roller coaster. I guess it had seen its day, and they, uh, for safety reasons, it had to come down. But uh, it, it was it was there as a, a reminder for a couple of years afterwards. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I've been going to the I've been going to the fairgrounds since probably seventy five, seventy six. I was at the very first All American four hundred. So it's been a few. So, Mark, you was at the very first All-American 400? I was. Yes, sir. 33 years ago. Yeah, I was, a, I was a teenager then. An early teenager. In the Music City? A single guy in the Music City? Uh, yeah, uh, Nashville's a fun place. Uh, good thing there's a racetrack there to keep me occupied. <laughs> I 
But yeah, Butch Lindley won that race. Uh, I saw what Rusty Wallace win the race. I saw Daryl Waltrip win the race. So there have been a lot of uh, a lot of big names to come in and try to win the All American 400, and a few have, and a few haven't. Mark Martin's been there. Bill Elliott's been there. Chase Elliott's been there. He's won it. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek's won it. Uh, the the list just goes on and on and on. So. It should be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. I always do. Uh, they have a good quality field so far, and uh, I think we'll see one of the better 400s we've seen in a while. Uh, return champion Bubba Pollard's going to be there, so we'll uh, we'll see some good racing, I think, Rowdy. Mark, have you got a car count on that yet? Uh, I think it was around 30 cars for the All-American 400 and a little over 30 for the... 100 lap pro late mile race. That's Saturday night, correct? No, that's at noon on Sunday, Rowdy, before the 400 lapper. They run the 100 lapper and then they'll run the 400 lapper right after it. So Saturday night's basically his home is a yearly what they do all summer, their season. They'll have their local. They'll have their uh, smaller divisions that run uh, on a short track. They have a quarter-mile track besides the big six-tenths-mile track. So, uh, they, yeah, in the infield, they'll have the smaller track. And we had a blast watching those cars last year, Rowdy. Even though I was uh, cocked like a hammer ready to run, I enjoyed it. <laughs> we got up close and personal, didn't we? We got up close and personal. We did. We was just short of like uh, John Wayne when he had that African safari movie where they rode on the front of the hood of the of those old Chevrolet trucks. Yeah, we was. We were just about that close. Well, Any we more personal, we would have been on the track. That, that's yeah. exactly right. Oh, I yeah, had a Places like that, Rowdy. Well, you know, and there's a lot of places at fairgrounds you can get up close. Of course, that on Saturday night it's a different configuration than the than the big track. It is. It is. It's a lot smaller. It's a lot more compact. It's uh, uh, it just makes compacts that excitement even more. Uh, uh, they really get added in the in the sportsmen or the street stocks or the four soldiers, whatever division it happens to be running. Uh, they're a blast to watch. Well, I enjoyed it, guys. Uh, we're waiting on Tony now to call. Of course, I know he's busy too. <laughs> Trying that actually, they start Thursday. They do. They 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 start qualifying and practices on Thursday, and they have practices and qualifying on Friday, and then Saturday they'll have qualifying for the All American 400 and the 100 lap Pro Late Model race, plus all the exciting uh, local divisions, lower divisions that will be running, and uh, Sunday uh, they have the 100 lap Pro Late Model race at 12 noon, followed shortly thereafter by the 400 lap All American 400. And this is the 60th season that they've run at the fairgrounds. Did you realize that, guys? 
Wow. Wow. Uh, that's almost as old as us, Rowdy. I got two years on him. I see it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I got a year and a half. So, yeah, we're we're pretty close there, my friend. And, you know, if you want to look him up, they got the www.fairgroundspeedwaynashville.com, and that, that tells everything for the whole weekend. Or you can look him up on Facebook. Well, I can give you a little bit of a highlight on uh, what's going to happen this weekend. I've got the schedule for this weekend right in front of me here, Rowdy. Okay. Uh, Thursday, uh, 2 o'clock, the Pitgate Tech opens. From 3 to 7, they have local practices on the quarter mile. At 7 o'clock, they have qualifying on the quarter mile for all divisions, excluding the legends. On Friday... Pit gates open at 7.30 a.m. Uh, parking lot for the rigs opens at 8.30 to 11. Uh, late model, super late model tech, and pro late model tech from 11 to 6. Uh, late model practice, 3 to 7, round four rotating practices of 30-minute sessions. Uh, legends qualifying and quali- for their two different legends divisions also. And then Saturday, pit gates open at 8, driver's meeting for late miles at 8.30. Uh, there's tire selection and practices for all sorts of different divisions. Uh, uh, grandstands open at 3. Uh, the small track uh, driver's meeting is on uh, 3.15. Qualifying for the pro late models and then the super late models lock in the top 28 each. Uh, qualifying by the other divisions. 5:30 they uh, run a pro mod 20 lap at uh, front runners 30 laps, the super street 30 lap, national qualifier legends 30 lap, pure stock 25, sportsman 35, super truck 50. Last chances races, if needed. So they may have enough vehicles to do that, Rowdy. Yeah. Yep. And on Sunday, pit gates open at 8. Drivers meeting at 9. Tech opens from 10 to 11 for pros, 11 to 12 for the supers. Grandstands for gates open at 9.30. Pre-race starts at 11. Driver introductions to the starting grid at 11.15 and 12 noon, the green flag drops for the 100-lap prolate model race, followed by that 400-lap All-American 400. And how you can get a two-day ticket for two days, Mark. You know, that's a lot of racing. Two-day tickets, $20 for adults, uh, $18 for seniors and uh, military and uh, ten dollar tickets for kids six to twelve. That's two well, days of racing. It's hard to beat, Rowdy, and, and it's not just racing. It's really good racing, uh, the, the kind you uh, you don't get to see too often anymore. So take advantage of that price and go, folks. You can't beat it. We are. I think this year they started running the legends. I believe they they had a Legends uh, last year, but nothing as big as what they've got this year. 
I, I think his legend cars really come out. And, well, you know, when people find that you're running at a track like that, they're going to bring those and get involved in it. I like the little legends, the Banderos. Yeah, they're fun to watch. They're different than we normally see, Rowdy. And, and yeah, it, each racing division has its own little nuances and uh, enjoyment levels. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see some good racing either on the quarter mile or the big track this coming weekend. Well, guys. We're running late on Tony tonight. Uh, that's unusual. We usually hear from him right away. Well, you know, it's race week. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on when you're a promoter. <laughs> that's for sure. He is, a, he is a promoter. Well, I mean, he's got two days of, he's got two days plus they start on Thursday. I mean, Thursday's wide open. It is, it is, and and four straight days of uh, having the facility and the amount of people coming through the facility and keeping them all as happy as possible. Tough task. He does a really good job at it, though. And you know, guys, when we're there, you don't really get. He's there, but he's he never stops to talk. So, you know, he goes from. Uh, Riding around in the truck, getting stuff to passing out and being part of the celebration in Victory Lane, handing them the guitar. And that, hey, that's a special kind of trophy right there. I know Darling or what Martinsville's got the clock, but uh, Nashville's got the guitar. Yeah, it's uh, like Martinsville, it's a very unique and special piece. And, uh, Drivers who have won it are uh, finding this one of their most special uh, uh, trophies, Rowdy. It's, it's it's really something that, you know, you don't get anywhere else. Uh, the only way you can get one is Nashville. So, yeah, that makes it for a special, really special trophy. Well, I'm going to bring Todd back in here and Don. Todd and Don. It's the Todd and Don Show. Todd and Don Show, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Well, Rowdy, if you remember, I wanted to bring up a topic about some penalties. How about those penalties? Bring it on, Todd. Let's just do a round table. Now, now, can you explain to me about these penalties? I mean, it goes to show on how much these guys really observe everything. You talk about that piece of tape that um, Chase Elliott had on his spoiler? Uh, no, Don. This here was uh, penalties for uh, sponsors or something not being on a uniform. Oh, you're talking about on, in the ARCA race? Yes. Yeah. Well, it was a $250 fine. I think they didn't have the uh, bright sponsorship logo in the, on their fire suit. Uh, that, and the, 
that's almost a tough call, guys, because you know what? How many drivers have more than one? I mean, they all have more than one driver's suit, but they have a primary sponsor, and especially this was a driver who was coming to race just this race. So uh, I think there's got to be a little give and take on that, wouldn't you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, I can't remember, but there was one that was their second time on getting the penalty. And their fine was like 500 or something. Yeah. Well, you know, look at uh, NASCAR. You win a race and they catch you cheating and you still win the race. That beats all I ever seen. Yeah. I have to agree. You get caught, you lose the win. It's as simple as that. The points to win, your 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 uh, your DNQ at the end of the results, and uh, you don't get money, you don't get anything. Uh, that will stop them from doing it. Well, the way it's going now, guys, they're not going to do nothing. What have we heard from the from the tape from Chase Elliott? Hey, listen, they showed that replay. And the the, pit, the one of the crew members was, you could it was so obvious he was down there trying to manipulate the tape on the spoiler. Three of them down there trying to get it off. Exactly, but you know, uh, Don, there was one that was working harder than the others. The other ones would look like they were trying to cover up, but those cameras got them all dead to rights. It was oh, yeah. a team yeah. effort. Yeah, it was yeah. a team effort. <laughs> they didn't let him have his point uh, for that finishing second in that race. Hey, I'm gonna tell you like is you read Junior Johnson's book. He said he what the way they looked at it is they read the rule book and they read everything, tried to do everything that wasn't in there. Read in between the lines and make it as you go. I guess that's how you come up with a mystery motor. Yeah. Well, you, you know the story with Nap and uh, him tra- qualifying for the ARCA race, you know? Yeah. You know, they uh, they pretty much, Helton told him to uh, put that car in the race because they had so much money tied in with Napa coming into Xfinity with him. You know, they, they want that car not to make the race, so they put him in. Hey, and what a difference that would have made. He'd never won the championship if he had, because he couldn't race the Xfinity race without that race in our truck. Oh yeah, that's true. But you know, things happen. But it's, it's, you know, you're always you're gonna you're gonna have guys that are gonna cheat. They're gonna push the rule book to the level, the limit, and get, so you'll get away with things for a race or two. But eventually, they'll catch it. Well, guys, everybody, I hate Austin Dario supposed to call in, and I know something's come up, or he would have called in. Uh, Tony supposed to call in at six forty. Something's, I know something's come up with Tony also, because Tony's always been just as good as uh, the sun coming up every morning calling in. He's trying to sell his show more than anybody. That's for sure, Roddy. Uh, well, 
stranger things have happened, and like they say, you never know who's going to drop on in and who's not going to drop on in tonight. Well, I'm going to ask Todd. Todd, what what you got to throw in here? You are, you're just down the days before you get your uh, plans for Talladega. Well, I'm, I'm the third. I am purchasing my ticket, so I'm ready to go. Um, just to throw a little something out there, because Rowdy, you're from that neck of the woods. We have a very young lady coming all the way from Alabama, all the way to upstate New York, to race at her hometown in Fulton, New York, in the dirt. So I'm doing all I can so I can go and see her race. Her name is Anna Parkhurst. And where, where's she going to be at, Todd? Fulton Speedway in Fulton, Fulton, New York. That's a dirt track. Fuck out of fights. Runs qualified smart. Uh, modified. They run big black modifieds. They only run in the Northeast. They're a really neat looking car. Uh, uh, they're half stock car, half sprint car. They're a little unusual looking, but they put on a heck of a race. Todd, you have to shoot me down a picture now. Uh, you know it because Fulton is where she grew up, and then she moved down south, and uh, she headed up that she was coming up there. And I've been following this young lady for quite a while, and she does really well at dirt racing. And as long as I can get up there. Uh, yep, you know there's going to be some pictures of me with her with the car. Well, she lives here in Alabama, Todd? Yes, sir. she out at Talladega at the short track out there? Um, I, she races all over, and she was just out, I believe, in Michigan and blew the motor in the car. So I'm sure they were... Uh, getting it all prepped and re-ready to go for this coming weekend. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, Todd, or Jeff and uh, Mark, do y'all know anything about the weekend of Talladega short track, same weekend race weekend? They're running uh, Friday and Saturday night at the short track, Rowdy, and uh, we'll be there uh, Friday and Saturday night, hopefully, and checking it out. Hey, and they, they let it, you can hear them up to I know 2.30, if not 3.30 in the morning, finishing up over there. They have a lot of race cars and a lot of racing, Rowdy. And, uh, yeah, it, it goes on for a while, that's for sure. Uh, you go to sleep. I, I've loved the track while they're still racing. I've gone to sleep listening to the sounds of the Talladega short rack track in the background. So, uh, yeah, they uh, you get your money's worth, that's for sure. Well, over in the- – you know, we camp over in the North Park, and as soon as the dirt track quits, and the, pretty much when the dust settles, then you can hear them from the infield on the boulevard. <laughs> that sound carries a long ways. Yes, it does, and, Rowdy. Yes, it does. And when you buy your your pass, your ticket on the 
Boulevard, it says there's no sound curfew. <laughs> well, you know, that's the great part about it. They've got all kinds of sections. You know, if you want a no drinking section, they've got it. If you want it quiet after 10 o'clock, they've got that. If you want to stay up till the sun comes up, they got those spots. And, you know, it seems to work pretty well. If you want whatever you want, they've got you covered, Rowdy, that's for sure. Well, I know uh, coming in in the near future with us uh, down to what we're down to, uh, I think I said 17 days. I think that 17 day makes it Thursday. So uh, probably next week we'll have uh, we'll have somebody from Talladega, probably the Dega Dew Club, one of them. We may have Wally with the with the uh, Dew Club. Hey, what about Natalie Decker this weekend? She got that. She had a decent finish and brought the car home. That's what's been so impressive about her. She's she's brought the car home every race in one piece. Uh, yeah, I I I guess she's got that knack. Although she was never really a, a factor in any of the races we've seen her in this year, and maybe she's got to get a little more used to these cars and these bigger tracks. Uh, uh, she needs a little more time, Rowdy, and she needs some time in those cars. And uh, once she gets that, we'll see what, you know, I think this jury's still out with her. But she's got a large following, guys. I mean, there's a lot of people looking for her to move up. You know, she got that that deal this past weekend that's come up on the last minute, which is great for her sponsor. Yeah, she's got some good sponsorship and financial backing, and uh, no matter if you're a man or a woman driving, you need that kind of backing. So she's got that going for her. I just think she needs some time. Uh, uh, I've seen her in the super late models more than the ARCA cars. Uh, She's had her moments, I guess you could say, but she just needs some time, and uh, hopefully they don't rush her through the process. Well, uh, she's got a bright future in front of her. Anybody can hold some sponsors and bring it to the table to pay for your ride. That That's a good thing. And, and a Venturini car on top of that. Yeah, that is saying something, Rowdy. Uh, we'll just see how long, how far it takes her. And uh, if she can, uh, you know, move herself up a little bit farther in the, the races that she does run and finish a little better. Jeff and Mark, is anybody this season that you kind of disappointed didn't win so far? I know we got one last race, but uh, does anybody stand out that y'all think should have won, that y'all would have thought would have won? Well, I think we maybe could have saw Shane Lee. Lee. There's probably a few that could have won, you know, should have won. Oh, I would have to go with one we've talked about many times on the show, Gustine. Uh, 
I think they've been in a position to win a few times too. Zane Smith also. I think all good picks are all well deserving of a win. Uh, I think you know one of these days it'll come for all of them. Shelton Creed's another one. I mean, they they you know people want to know well, who, who do you, who's your pick for the race. I mean, you say here we just you know went through several. Shane Lee's been right there pushing at the at the checkered flag. Zane Smith, Shelton Creed, Gus Dean. I mean, it's uh. So who, it's been who, some who great racing. Right. It's been some great racing. And then you see... Then, uh, go ahead, Mark. Then you get the visiting drivers like uh, uh, Christopher Bell or or uh, uh, Grant Enfinger come in and, and do such great jobs and uh, really put out a good show, too. Grant winning. Uh ARCA is just such a viable racing series, uh, and they just keep making it, you know, stronger. So I, I expect, yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough place to win, but makes it even more amazing what the the guys who've won more than once this year have done. Yeah, you got Kyle Benjamin coming in, and he won. Yes, yeah, good good point, Rowdy. Uh, Dalton Sargent has a couple of wins, and we thought maybe he would have had a few, a couple more this year. Uh, but Austin Theriot just seemed that he's got it hooked this year. He's he has the number. Well, that and guys, you know, somebody else we hadn't talked about, and uh, that's Moon Pie with uh, General Tire. It's always great to see him at the race, guys. Yeah, Moon Pie takes good care of us. Uh, we ever need a drink and a hot day, we know where to go. And I've gone there more than once and been able to get a cold drink. So, uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, we got to give a big and, and John Robinson, uh, the whole General Tire crew. Uh, they've been really great about uh, helping us out and taking good care of us during the races, and uh, we appreciate it, guys. Well, we got to get Jason back on with the uh, sports medicine group, too, Dr. J. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. That would be a nice uh, – he, he's a great interview, too, Rowdy, and uh, always has insightful things for us to listen to. Well, we got – you know, didn't see him in Salem, but uh, I did see that he was in victory lane this past weekend. We didn't see him in Chicago either, which I was kind of surprised. I thought maybe we would, but uh, yeah, they're they're really uh, a special group, uh, very insightful, and uh, just great, nice people. Well, Todd, what you got to close it out on, brother? We go. Well, I, I just want uh... Thank you for another amazing show. Looking forward to seeing some more great pictures. Uh, and Don, uh, you know, end of season's coming. Campers are getting cheaper. <laughs> motor home, motor home. Yeah, yeah. It's a long, it's a long walk. <laughs> 
from Atlanta to Talladega. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, just uh, uh, I'll have one. Don't worry about that. Fine. You know. Hey, Todd, all you got to do is get out there and put a sign up that says Talladega Bound, and it, about three cars will pass you, and, and the fourth that's, one will pick you right. up. That's right. <laughs> you might be better off that way anyways. <laughs> I know it's cute. It rolled. Should I bring my bus thing? Don't bring that flooding thing. I can smell it from Carbon Hill when you crank it up in Pulaski. Well, you know, be all right. No, I ain't bringing that. Thing. No, you Last need something bigger, Dad. You need you need the suburban so you can you know run over more cars again this trip. <laughs> <laughs> I got the same. It just ain't lifted up. The same color and everything. Maybe that guy won't be down there this weekend. <laughs> All right, Don. Don, what you got to close it out on there? Oh, I guess we'll just see you um, in three weeks. Unless you're not going to the Nashville, are you ready? I don't know yet. I'm playing it by ear here at home. Well, you know where I live, man. All right. Okie dokie. Hey. How about you there, Jeff? Well, Hit us with just, a jack. Wait, get, just getting excited to go to Nashville. Had a week off, uh, no racing, so I'm uh, eager and ready to go and uh, ready to go some, see some good racing down at Nashville. All right, Mark. Hey, Rowdy. Uh... Like Jeff, you, I'm really tell, looking forward to Nashville. It's one of my favorite races of the year. Uh, the competition, the track, the people, the smells, just the whole atmosphere is, is great. So uh, we're looking forward to being there, and uh, we'll be there early Saturday morning and uh, get a couple hours sleep and jump out and ready to go. So uh, hope to see you there. If you make it, great. Uh, it always makes it better for us and uh, keep our uh, thoughts and prayers with all those hurricane victims uh, all over the United States uh, and their provinces so yeah we'll hope the best for them when they get back to normal soon and uh, I guess until next week that'll do her I'll see you later alright guys hey with that being said we're going to start sliding on out of here Until next Monday night, guys, y'all keep that light shining.
Bond Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com. 